We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. Sports Radio, 92.9 The Game. It is the John Chuckery Show coming to you live on this Tuesday evening as well we get ready for opening weekend in the world of college football. we got Georgia Tech, Louisville, of course, Georgia in action, but also Georgia State. We're not going to forget uh, Georgia State uh, this year. And uh, we're talking on the waitfor.com hotline, Atlanta's Ford dealer. Let's uh, talk to our buddy Dave Cohen, the longtime play-by-play voice of Georgia State uh, football. And, of course, they get underway in action on Thursday against Rhode Island. Seven o'clock kick uh, on that. On uh, I believe it's on ESPN Plus. You can check out all the action there, or listen to Dave's call on the radio. And of course, he is on Twitter at GA State Voice. Dave, as always, buddy, appreciate uh, a few minutes uh, tonight as we get ready to launch a new season. Yeah, appreciate you having me, uh, John. We got. The Rams of Rhode Island coming in uh, on Thursday night. So, yeah, looking forward to getting the season started after uh, what turned out to be uh, not the season that everybody expected a year ago, uh, finishing at 4-8, and eight, coming off an eight-win season and a bowl win two years ago. So, yeah, I think that uh, just about everybody down at Center Park Credit Union Stadium has uh, been looking forward to this game against Rhode Island now for uh, quite some time since the season ended a year ago. You know, it, it was a lot of would have, could have, should have last year. I think, Dave, would you say that? I mean, they were they were zero and five in games that were decided by a touchdown or less. I mean, you know, there was a lot of opportunity, and maybe there were some lin- wins that were left on the field last year. No question about it. I mean, you can go back to the opener at South Carolina over in Columbia. You know, leading that game, I think it was fourteen to twelve. Had two punts blocked that ended up the Gamecocks scoring for touchdowns ended up losing that game, but I thought it was a very winnable game. Uh, week two, we have North Carolina at home at Center Park Stadium, uh, leading that ball game right up until, you know, into the fourth quarter, Drake May. Listen, that's why he's one of the top quarterbacks, but they got out of Atlanta with a, uh, a win. And then, you know, one of the games last year that really, in my opinion, kind of haunted us was the loss to Charlotte in week three at home, 42-41 in the shootout. Uh, That's one of the games when you look back at it, along with the tough loss at home to Louisiana Monroe late in the year. And the Warhawks ended up, you know, winning that game. Uh, They had a pick six and a block punt return for a touchdown. If you just give me those two ball games now, instead of being four and eight, you're six and six. But those are two of the, for me anyway, more glaring games that, you know, fall into that woulda, coulda, shoulda category that you mentioned, but a lot of missed opportunities last year. You know, Dave, when you when you look at the schedule this year, you know, it may not be 
as daunting outside of the conference. I mean, they got to go to LSU late in the year. That will be the big matchup. But, you know, it's maybe maybe a little bit, um, you know, better schedule, especially early in the year. But I look at the conference schedule, and I think it's a tough conference schedule for State. Like, again, we keep talking about – you and I have talked about for years now about just how much better the Sun Belt is getting – you know, it may not be as bad out of conference, but boy, it's it is a tough in conference schedule for state this year. Well, John, I've said this, you know, if not once fifty times, and certainly the Sun Belt became a much better league based on the four schools that came in a year ago with uh Old Dominion, James Madison, Marshall in the east, and then Southern Miss in the in the western half of the Sun Belt. You know, the Sun Belt East is an absolute beast in football every single season. So we know that it's a daunting task. Uh, You know, I call it a gauntlet basically year in and year out. And then throw on this year the fact that the two teams out of the West that we're going to play are the Troy Trojans, who won the Sun Belt Championship last year, and the Raging Cajuns of Louisiana, who did not have the kind of season we've become accustomed to seeing them have, but they have still been... Uh, you know, a thorn in our side, one of the teams that we have yet to beat in our time in the Sun Belt. But, yeah, you're right about the uh, top half of the schedule. It was daunting last year having to play against South Carolina and North Carolina weeks one and two. This year, I think Georgia State has an opportunity, um, if we're as good as we think we are, uh, to get out of to get out of the gate quickly. And instead of finding ourselves in a hole early and having to dig out of a hole early, to try to hit the ground running and let's say you know with rhode island connecticut and charlotte let's say i mean let's let's try to be three and oh to start the season something we've not done before in the in the 14-year history of georgia state football let's get off to a quick start and let's start running downhill out of the gate instead of running up the hill and you know finding ourselves one and two one and three one and four like we have the last couple of years Dave Cohen, the voice of the Georgia State Panthers, joining me here on the WadeFord.com hotline as they get ready for Rhode Island coming up here on Thursday. You know, I mean, obviously it's a different world now in college football, and, you know, the transfer portal is a is a big deal. And, you know, again, Georgia State was affected by that. You know, their, their best wide receiver, Jamari Thrash, is in Louisville now. You have one of the better uh, defensive linemen, uh, Thomas Gore. I think he led the team in sacks. Last year, he's at Miami of Florida now. I mean, you know, is this just kind of the world that you have to live with that, you know, for Coach Elliott, it's going to be having to recruit even deeper or really trying to have to go and plug some holes when you get to the transfer portal? No question about it. He and I talked about it on the pregame show that will air on Thursday night. It is the new world of college athletics. Um, And, you know, they are going to have to recruit a little bit differently. It's going to be, you know, primarily going after high school talent, bringing it in, developing it, and hoping that you can keep them, you know, for four years, uh, a la Jamari Thrash, who you, who you mentioned. He'll be coming into Atlanta, as you mentioned, to, to play Georgia Tech. He's now at Louisville. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it is the new world that we live in, and players that the group of five bring in and develop – uh, those kids may or may not have opportunities to, to to move up to the Power Five level, depending on how things continue to progress. But 
yeah, it did. It affected Georgia State as it did many Group of Five programs last year. Um, and then Georgia State took advantage of it uh, as well in, in building up the roster. You know, one of the, uh, you know, some of the impact players that I'm looking looking forward to seeing are a kid like Kevin Swint, who's going to be, you know, one of those outside linebackers, big six five kid who transferred in from Clemson. Um, Jakari Carter, who comes in from a small school but had really outstanding numbers, and I think he could be one of the impact receivers for Georgia State. So. We lost some, uh, but we also brought some in, uh, including you know two or three along the offensive and the defensive line. Uh, but, yeah, I, I agree with you. I think that is the new world of college athletics, and I think it affects mid-major group of five programs more so than it does the power five, obviously. Quarterback Darren Granger, I mean, you know, I think he led the team in rushing last year, and we know he can r- run it. I mean – Talk to me about his passing. Uh, you know, again, I think the numbers told you that he was a little bit better passer this past season. How much more room is there for him to grow throwing it? Because, again, they may not have thrash, but they've got all of their next you know, top wide receivers or at least pass catchers that are on this roster. How much better can Granger be throwing the football this year? You know, and he had a fantastic season last year when you look at his numbers. His completion rate could be a little higher. It was right around just a tad over 58%, but he threw for over 2,400 yards. He only had seven interceptions against 18 touchdowns, and as you mentioned, uh, he was the leading rusher. He's definitely, when you look it up, he's a dual-threat guy, had six rushing touchdowns. And when you look at Georgia State's offense a year ago, it was really balanced. Uh, they averaged a little over 213 yards on the ground between Darren and Tucker Gregg and Jemias Williams. And then they averaged, or he averaged about two, uh, 203 yards per game passing. And, and you're right, even though Thrash is gone, uh, Robert Lewis is back, Jakias Cradle, the UCF transfer, is back, Talik Williams is back. They brought in Chikari Carter, uh, who, again, I think could be an impact player for Georgia State. And then two kids at tight end who will, I'm guessing, figure in quite a bit this year in Chris Bird and Amon Green. So the running game looks a little different uh, after um, after Darren with Marcus Carroll kind of assuming the number one spot with Greg and uh, Williams having exhausted their eligibility. But I think from an offensive standpoint, whether running it or putting it in the air, Georgia State is going to be a threat. The Panthers averaged 30 points a game last year. The problem was we allowed an average of 31, but a new defensive coordinator hopefully is going to bring that number down some, and a little bit of a a change in scheme defensively will hopefully make an impact early on. Voice of the Georgia State Panthers, Dave Cohen, joining us here on the WadeFord.com hotline. And to the defensive point, I mean, you know, it seems like, Dave, you and I have spent years, you know, talking about big plays and things like that. And and the stat that I I thought was fascinating is that, when quarterbacks completed 62% or more of their passes, Georgia State was 0-6 last year. When teams were able to throw it around at a pretty good completion percentage, Georgia State just couldn't stop them. I mean, how important now is, I mean, obviously it's, it's also a world in college football where the ball gets thrown in the air a lot more than, uh, than in decades past, but how important is it to really get this passing game under control? Because, again, when they could stop quarterbacks – they were pretty good at four and two, but when quarterbacks could get, you know, going completion percentage wise, zero and six—that's that's a tough number. 
of utmost importance, John. You hit the nail right on the head. and That's where a lot of those 31 points per game resulted from. The, again, the two games that kind of stick out uh, from that fashion to me are the Drake May North Carolina Tar Heel loss at home and then the, the kid, the quarterback at Charlotte, who absolutely tore us up last year in a 42-41 ball game there at Center Park Stadium. So you're right. Uh, one of the keys uh, in this new defensive strategy is to put more pressure on the quarterback, uh, Shamar McCullum, who's a Wake, Fer- a Wake Forest transfer. I mentioned Kevin Swint, uh, the kid from um, the kid who transferred in from Clemson. Uh, they're solid at linebacker inside with John Trey Hunter, who moves from the outside to the inside. And our leading tackler is back as well in Jordan Benzial. But one of the keys is to get pressure on that quarterback, disrupt in the backfield. And you're right. Do not allow opposing quarterbacks to just pick us apart for the kind of yards and the kind of points uh, that we saw opposing teams able to put up on the board a year ago. That is of utmost importance, and I'm sure it's a big part of Chad Staggs, the new defensive coordinator's uh, plan defensively to try to shore things up a little bit. Dave, last question for you. Does last year feel like kind of a blip on the radar? I mean, obviously it's been you know multiple years of success for this program, but – you know, again, and I'm sure, you know, again, no matter what the roster is, they're looking at getting themselves back into bowl eligibility and, and improving in the conference. Does does last year feel just like a blip on the radar and things are going to get back to what they've been over the last few years? Well, I certainly hope so. And that's really what caught everybody, I think, off guard last year. As you go back two years ago, and on Christmas Day, Georgia State was dismantling Ball State in the Camellia Bowl in Montgomery. And it was their eighth win of the season. They've never, they had never won eight ball games. They returned a large portion of that roster going into last year. So last year, like you say, a blip on the screen, nobody was really anticipating, not that you ever do, having those kind of things happen. It was just one of those kind of seasons where, as you mentioned, Uh, the inability to hold on to leads in the second half, the inability to kind of quiet quarterbacks a little bit. And I say quiet, I mean, keep those yardage numbers down a little bit. With what Georgia State has returning from last year's football team and what Coach Elliott and his staff have added to this year's squad, I see no reason that this team with this schedule and an opportunity to get off to a quick start out of the gate uh, cannot, you know, I see no reason why they can't return to being a seven, eight, nine win football team and becoming bowl eligible again. But I will say again, again, an opportunity to get off to a quick start. But once we get into Sunbelt play week four at Coastal Carolina, there's not an easy game on the schedule right up to uh, right up to the end of the season. Dave Cohen, he is the play-by-play voice of the Georgia State Panthers. And, of course, they will get underway on Thursday against Rhode Island. He joined me here on the WaitFor.com hotline. You can follow him on his personal Twitter page, at GA State Voice. Dave, as always, buddy, appreciate a few minutes on the show tonight. We certainly look forward to chatting again with you throughout the season. John, always appreciate it. Thank you for having me. You got it. John Chuckery will be back. Sports Radio, Nights on the Game, Odyssey.com app. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission.